Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Budo Brothers Podcast. You got Eric. And you got Kyle. And I have been reflecting on the power of consistency lately. And what got what it got me thinking, a friend of mine asked me, how did you and Kyle do it? Like how, like you've been like, you, you've, you started something awesome. And I could tell that they were looking at this as if we started this yesterday, <laughs> as if we just had this idea to start an e-commerce martial arts lifestyle company and we were hit with success. And my answer was like, honestly, Kyle and I just show up and consistently put in the work. We, we are consistent. We are consistently grinding. We're consistently learning and we're consistently growing mm-hmm. and consistently connecting with incredible martial artists, incredible people that are, that this community just continues to grow and it's all brick by brick. There is no overnight success. Right. You know, that just, that just doesn't happen. You don't take a weekend seminar and you're now an expert, a certified expert. For sure. No, you got to put in the work. You got to be consistent. And it's those little stacks of going to lay a brick there, going to lay a brick there. You know what? It's not going to pay off, but the brick is laid. Mm-hmm. And br- now I have another surface to lay another brick on. And before you know it, you have a fortress right you have a a castle you have a house yeah but each brick was laid by itself individually piece by piece and there is no other hack and anyone that tells you otherwise how many times have you seen these get rich quick schemes and and oh see all you gotta do is whatever the latest craze is yeah And, and who are the first folks that get sucked into that the the quick fixes they don't want to put in the work they don't want to be consistent nope they're waiting for their lucky break and all of those i'm sorry if you're one of them multi-level marketing people who like they're not even selling you the product the first thing they talk about is yeah we're gonna figure out a way to get you a boat and then you're gonna do this and then you're gonna have all they're just talking about all the money you're gonna make before they even do it and not the service that you're (laughs) actually going to provide right the one of the only ways to abundance is serving other people. Yes. Sorry. Oh, I want to go get rich. Well, you don't just you don't just get ri- you provide value to other people. Mm-hmm. You serve others. That is how you cr- that is how your situation is elevated and it starts not with you but with serving other people. Yes. Making their lives better solving their problem. Hey, I've got this solution and I think I know you've got this problem, but I've as the entrepreneur, as the inventor, you've been focusing on how you can improve and add value, cut costs, increase revenue. I've got this solution. The whole thing is you're serving someone else. Mm-hmm. Often when we look at I want to get rich. Right. Where 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 do you, that's plugging in you know that's like a, a loop <laughs> i've seen i saw this one uh meme of like a power bar with the plug-in plugged into the power bar <laughs> like that's kind of a short circuit you're yeah. not you're not going to get rich unless you enhance other people's lives right fact 
so you're true. an artist you create a song that makes people feel amazing and every time i listen to it i get goosebumps there's value there you have provided value to another person in the form of art and consistency is such a superpower like if there was a life hack if there was a secret sauce if there was anything that shows results almost a hundred percent of the time is consistency mm-hmm. the the hard part is it's not easy right? it isn't like to show up when you walk into a dojo and you look at the other end of the line you're like man i want to be a black belt and the only way for you to get from white belt to black belt is through consistency mm-hmm. showing up week after week after yep. week after week after week until eventually you make it farther down that line mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that's the nice thing about martial arts and the tradition of it you can see how consistency is paying off right you can see how your skill set's getting better like we're doing we're doing a lot more jujitsu right now and like the more we do the better we get i'm sure if we did more in a week the faster we would get at it like you know it's yeah i'm not gassing out and puking in the class (laughs) (laughs) right so consistency is a superpower and look at weightlifting look at business look Mm -hmm. at martial arts like consistency over time Mm -hmm. look at investing yeah yes wealth generation one of the best things you could ever do as an investor is just be consistent over time save your money yeah like how many of them say like yeah you can try to guess the market or you can consistently put in money Mm -hmm. cost Mm -hmm. average in over time and just you know use compound interest so things compound so how do you foster consistency Ooh, that's a tough one. It is because sometimes I don't want to show up. I was going to say routine, but that's not always that's not always the answer. It's helpful. Yes. Having a regimented routine like I wake up and I work out or I and Tuesdays and Thursdays I go to martial arts or like that that definitely helps keep consistent. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is having somebody there to either support you or you're letting them down, right? Like, you know, when yeah. you have a workout partner or you go to a dojo and like everybody's like, oh, where were you last Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh man, people miss me. Okay, I better I better show up, yeah. right? Or yeah. like, oh, I was at this guy's level. Mm-hmm. Now he's here. Like, oh, I got to get better. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that helps with consistency. Mm-hmm. But the other thing too is just finding the cause that gets under your skin that you know that you have to work on every day. And for us, a lot of the times that's Buddha Brothers. Like, I legit think every day I do some work towards Buddha Brothers. There's not a, I can't remember a day that hasn't gone by where I haven't done one thing yeah. for Buddha Brothers. Yeah. Whether it's answering an email, doing a post, yeah. one, answering a comment. One thing. There's, I don't know if a day has gone by in the last, what, we've been at this for six years. Yeah. And, get, and the thing is, man, we're just getting started. Right. Six years is nothing. Yeah. There's established brands that are a hundred years old. McDonald's. How that's what has to be a hundred now, isn't it? I don't know. Close. Close. Yeah. I don't know how. how but they're uh, Hudson's Bay Company. Oh man, that's like the 1600s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fur trading and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's again the consistency. What do you think the common ingredient? of 
brands that last is what makes a brand last? Why, why do corporate, why can a company outlive its owners? I think it is systems and human resources, right? But why do these people give a shit about, why do, why do people care? Why do you go from fur trading in the 1600s to what, whatever it is today? Like what, what pe- what makes people continue? What, what is that that fuels the consistency that helps that like live the, past its owners? That's, and that's why I say systems and resources from a business level, yes. right? Systems because you need to be able to replicate it so that somebody else can do it. Yes. If your business is not systemized enough to a point where you can hand it off to somebody, let's say it's a dojo. Yeah. If your dojo doesn't have the finances covered, the, the, the lesson plans laid out where you can hand it off, it will never make it past you, right? Mm-hmm. You cannot grow that thing. The, the, and the reason I say human resources is because someday you're going to get old. Mm-hmm. You need to hire or to put more lifeblood into the company that is or was as hungry as mm-hmm. you were when you started it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you need somebody to carry out the brand and connect to people and to be outspoken and and Mm -hmm. to to do that like how is apple still going did steve jobs just make something like that sick that is just going to live forever off coast off that's it like it's created a culture a cult following a people camp three days in advance for the next iphone it's this it's a phenomenon Right. But again, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What is that? What is that secret ingredient? And it has to be the people though, because it will, it will die if they don't evolve it. Mm -hmm. Right. If they just kept with the base Apple phone, of course. And then they try to keep selling that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the next question. So in the example of a dojo where the instructor is the product yeah you know like you you show up to learn from your sensei yes you pay a monthly due to go and have your life improved by this individual right you kind of can't like what are you gonna do uh to and we've all been in classes where there's substitute teachers and it sucks Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like where it's like you know but that's why you don't see many dojos that have been around for a hundred years, hundred years <laughs> yeah. straight up. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. like, Oh, at least in North America, maybe yeah. in lineages have yes. stood the test of time. Yes, they have. Yes. But individual dojos, I can't, I can't name any that are a hundred years old. were in our location. No. Like, and even Budo brothers, like, do you think it's going to make it past much Us? after we that's what i'm yeah i like, don't think so and and that's i actually was reflecting on that a, a little while ago where i remember we were just curious like what what, what are e-commerce businesses being sold for these days you know like mm-hmm. geez these multiples are insane yeah but then when i really look at it i would not buy budo brothers it'd be it'd be hard well here's why if i am an investor and i want a, a well-oiled machine that i can just take over on guess what are, are you gonna buy us yeah are we gonna be slaves <laughs> like <laughs> is that what you're buying yeah like 
when Budo Brothers is gone, Budo Brothers is gone, man. And Nike or or Lululemon or Under Armour, if you're out there listening to this and you were thinking about buying us, just ignore what he said. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing for sale. There's nothing for just sale. There is nothing but it's for sale. true. Like it's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. If Nike comes and is like, "Hey, what's your number?" Yeah. I mean, but like, as a businessman, there's nothing to buy. Right. What am I going to buy to humans? No. We are doing this like and I want us to figure out ways that we don't lose that because that like that uh, there's this one business consultant who uh, we, we both bought his audiobook. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but he 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 says companies pay me six figures to go into their office and all I do is I get all the executives talking about well, you know, how was it? that you were doing so great back then. And then they tell me, and then I tell them, was that working? They're like, yeah, it was working. You should do that. And then I get a big check and I go away. And it's literally just like, what has worked? Do more of what has worked. There's a reason why you've deviated. There's a reason why things aren't going, you've lost your way. Mm-hmm. What it, what are the core principles that you deviated from that were instrumental to your success that you're no longer doing? Re-engage those, fire that back up, back on the game. And I think you answered your question there of like, how do companies make it for hundreds of years? Is that they figure out what core principles they're solving or what core principles that they do and do well. Mm-hmm. And, and don't deviate. They don't deviate. Yes. Like, McDonald's like yeah they throw, burger. they throw a few little flashy Damn, things on yeah. the menu but like I'm still going for a cheeseburger or a Big Mac like it's mm-hmm. still been the same but when the McRib shows up yeah you, know, you, gotta, you, <laughs> you gotta, gotta dabble you gotta dabble Nike Air Force One that shoe has been around longer than I've been alive right like that has it really yeah like I can't remember a point when there's Stomping in your Air Force. I don't ones. know when was Nike. <laughs> I feel like when did Nike invent? I don't know. Who knows? But either uh, way, it's been a long. It's a just, long ass time. Longer than I can remember. Yes. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Which is before, insane. Before, like in my like young young ages. So, what makes an Air Force One special? Well, like what makes Nike special? Right. What does make Nike special? Because right. at the end of the day, you're buying the swoosh more than you're buying the mm-hmm. shoe. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like the shoes technology mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is any much any more significant than any other shoe and i'd like to ask myself this own question what makes budo brothers special what what are the what's special about the bees right. well when when we put the bees on something we're putting us on it yeah we're saying this is our creation we have personally packaged this up this is our work right. of art yeah in physical form or digital form Mm -hmm. this whether us it's us editing a video or sharing knowledge from some incredible instructors or creating a new product when we put the bees on it our core values us it's and that's i feel like people can trust that because they know that when something doesn't go right it's it's we are on it there's people on the other end there's owners guess what you're going to be emailing with one of the owners Mm -hmm. and sometimes i look at a logo as a filter right and like some logos have an amazing filter and others have a terrible filter 
But all the problems, all the garbage, all of the absolute chaos is filtered out. And then you just get this beautiful product. Mm. Like I know when I get Nike Air Force Ones, I know exactly what I'm getting. It's a box with some shiny white shoes that are never going to go out of style that I throw on my feet. I know they're comfortable. I know my size. It's never going to change. I know exactly the feeling I get. And it's the same thing that we are trying to do for our customers. Yes, exactly. All of the problems are filtered out so that when you get a, when you watch a video in the bees flash or you get a box and there's bees on it, you know that everything has been filtered out for you to open it yes. and experience that moment. And, and it will be exceptional. In the way that we plan it. And we are only planning on getting better at that. A hundred percent. We And we still got a lot of work to do. Yeah. We're always looking at where's places where we were, were falling down or lacking and trying to get better. But that consistency and that that is really the trick is us consistently showing up, wanting to learn, wanting to grow, wanting to get better. And continuing on that path that's that is the magic and you know what i can't i don't envision a future where budo brothers is this you know 200 person organization because neither of us want that no we don't we want it to be small yeah. we want it to be a batch that you and i did mm-hmm. but guess what it's going to be the t- it only the best is good enough Right, and as soon as you start listening to all the business consultants talking about scale, 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 oh and da, 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 and well, you need drop shipping, and well, well, why aren't you doing fulfilled by Amazon? And da, 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 and we and we get distracted, and we get distracted by the limitless things that we could get distracted with that have nothing to do with our business. No joke. And to your point, we were working with an ad company a while ago. And it didn't work. So I never recommend working with ad companies. Yeah. Right. We tried out an ad company and their advice to us was scale, scale, scale. You got to do this and implement this and, and, and all of these different things. And at that point I was talking directly to the person who owned the business. I received a call uh, last week from India. Okay. Asking to do ad services with the same company that we're we're working with they outsource their phone calls to try to get customer retention oh it felt gross no i was like there's zero chance you're getting me back right because people it's the reverse now scaling you feel it you feel yes i'm a number the farther you get away from your customer the worse it feels as a as a consumer inauthentic yeah when people when people hit us up on dms or message or email and it's like yeah, like you're dealing with the guy that does this. Yes. Like there's no other two guys. <laughs> That's it. This, this is yeah. it. This we, is it. We don't have employees. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're not outsourcing, you know, yeah. the hustle. Your message is filtered to the highest point in the company. <laughs> yeah. Went straight to the owners. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So how do we keep that? Just, how do you, cause, cause. You know, we technically say we want to grow, we want to get bigger, but like, will we get to the point where we are bursting at the seams and now all of a sudden we might, we might, and it might grow, but you just have to be comfortable with giving up, giving up the speed of growth, right? We could say, 
We want to grow quick and fast. Let's go get money and scale products, scale everything. But, and yeah, we can make a lot of numbers, right? You have to be willing to sacrifice that to go slow. And slow is like cooking sometimes, mm. right? If somebody came up to you and was like, yo, I made you dinner, it took me 45 seconds. It's probably a microwave. <laughs> You're going to be like, thanks. Num, num. Great. Now, that same person comes up to you and be like, yo, man, I threw this into marinade overnight and it's been slow cooking all day. I've made these from scratch and mm. da, 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 handmade this. Boom. You're going to be like, damn, I want that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the same for like your your life's work. Like if it's your life's work, why rush it? Yeah. We're slow cook that. Good call. Good call, <laughs> man. Right? Slow cook it. Yeah. I like it. And if it's your life's work. We're what are we in a rush for? Yeah. Hurry up to get to the end? Yeah. Like great, you <laughs> passed the game. Now what? Sweet. <laughs> and like that's that's what I need to remind myself of that this is not a sprint. No. We're in the long haul. This is a, a marathon. We are consistently, there's not a day that goes by that we don't think about this. There's not a day that goes by that we're not being of service to others, to our community, to help them grow, help them get better, help them become the martial artists that they are, tap into their true potential, sharing knowledge, sharing wisdom, creating cool products. Like, man, what a, like, what a blessing. Mm-hmm. What a blessing that you and I are doing what we're doing and are I'm honored that we're in a position where we're having a positive impact on the planet. For sure. And life is funny because it's long and it's short, right? You're in moments of your life and you're like, man, when is this going to happen? Oh my God, it's so far from now. It's so long. And then at the same time, you're like, dude, I only got this much time. Like, I only got to do this. Like, both of those things exist. Life is long yeah. and it's short. It's true at the same time. It's they're both and it's just such a mental craziness, right? Mm-hmm. So like just sticking to something consistency and hopefully that consistent thing is your life's mission. And like if you found your life's mission, like that's show up for that. Mm-hmm. Right? Show up for that. Like what else are you gonna show up for? Like everything else is like you're just taking time away from the thing that you were put here to do. Yeah. Right. And whatever that is, whatever it is that switches you on, that gets you jacked up where time doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Do that. Yeah. That's it. That's the signal. There's no time. Yeah. You're having a, it's, you were put on the planet to do what you're doing when time doesn't exist and you're serving other people. And that is that secret little Venn diagram where your gifts, passion, and purpose all align to give you the sweet spot. And if you can find that sweet spot, life is so beautiful. Yeah. Because sometimes people look me in my face and I'm like, how long have you been doing Buddha Brothers? I'm like, damn. Six years. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, no fucking way. Six years doesn't even feel like it at all. It feels like we've been doing this for three months. <laughs> it feels right? like we sold our first hanbo. Right, yeah, like <laughs> yesterday, right? Yeah. So, like, when you find the thing that motivates you, it's like time just, it, it disappears, Yeah. right? Buddha Brothers Challenge. Slow roast your passion. Mm, I like that. 
I like your analogy of something that just, if you put that slow cookie into it, the time, the consistency, and and figure out how to make the meat fall off the bone. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry now. Let's go eat. (laughs) All right. Until next week. Until next week.